Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Top 5 of Death podcast. I'm here with Dooley, the dual train, dual train, dual train, dual train, dually. Hi. <laughs> and BWKKK. BWKKK. Oh, I'm so glad I asked you to stop. Hello, everybody. <laughs> why have I never, why has that never come up on the show before? <laughs> why would it never yeah, come seriously. up on the show before? Because <laughs> it's comedic gold. It lends itself perfectly to being funny. <laughs> Hey, can we talk for a second about the intro that uh, that um, we just got? <laughs> the the one that uh, that kid put in for yeah. us. Our yeah, yeah. Go ahead, BWK. Our fan <laughs> intro. Okay, so um, we always make like um, some sort of joke about how when we try to explain the show, we're like, we should really have a recording to do this because none of us can do it none well. None of us can ever explain the show <laughs> without it sounding like so weird and convoluted. Right, right, right. So like we we made the joke, and somebody actually took us up on that and made us uh, a little intro. Scott so, Masterson. Scott Masterson. Ma- I think it's Madison. I think it's it Madison. Mad- I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call him Scotty M. Yeah. Yeah. Scotty <laughs> I'm M. Gonna, I'm gonna call him Maddie. Let's you call, call him Maddie. Maddie. <laughs> you call him that. I'm gonna call him Scotty M. Um, but and I'll it, mispronounce his name. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Scotty M. Sent one in. Hey, thanks for that intro. Yeah, and um, should we should we just play it right now? Well, it, it, theoretically, it played before we started, right? Yeah. No. Because no. okay. we need to explain it. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Play it out. <laughs> Way to break the fourth wall, BWK. <laughs> so now we're going to play it. So, well, because I, I wanted to explain to people that if, you know, these, this was really great and, like, we really appreciate it. So if anybody else wants to make one, um, do it, and we'll play it. So pretty much, and he kind of set the bar, and it sounds, it sounds pretty pro, and it sounds really good. So It's got um, a great, like, voice for it, don't you think? Yeah, it sounds like, it just sounds like a real... Not, not that this is a fake show, I guess, but it sounds like <laughs> it sounds like a real radio introduction. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, listen to this, and it'll explain the show. Here it is. Top five of death. You are about to hear Matt Dooley and BWK as they propose a topic and present their individual top five lists on that topic. After the show, visit their Facebook page to place your vote for the best list. Then, tune in to the following episode to hear the winner devise the gruesome deaths of their vanquished losers. This is the Top 5 of Death. If uh, there's <laughs> a rule of thumb, every everything anyone submits has to have an explosion at the end. <laughs> I love the explosion. <laughs> it's the best. Oh um, man, that was great. I'm sorry, I fr- I didn't realize that we wouldn't be playing it at the beginning of the episode, so I assumed <laughs> that we that everybody had already heard it. Right at the beginning of just this episode, <laughs> right. because it was a new th- concept. I just wanted to introduce it and then give the example. Yeah, we took. We'll take care of it in post. Yeah, it'll make sense. <laughs> yeah, it'll <laughs> just t- edit a lot of this out. <laughs> <in post. laughs> Words are gonna be cut off midway through and everything, but uh, thank you, Scotty M, for that. It was yep. really awesome. And if if anyone ever um, wants to take the time to make us an intro, maybe your intro could make it onto the show too. Who right. knows? And it doesn't necessarily have to be like that. If you want to get really, really weird, that's perfectly fine. Cool. But I, thanks. I, I thanks, like Scott. weird. So, all right. Um, yeah, that was cool. So let's <laughs> let's move on. What else? What other business we have to take care of? Uh, <laughs> what's what's uh, any, any town business? Town business. Potholes. This is the great part of the beginning of the show where we take care of our business. Right. <laughs> you know what's awesome is like I still feel like we need to explain the show, but we don't because it just happened. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I feel like a Maybe weight has been. We have all this. We have all this extra time now. I know, hey, BWK, why don't you um, 
Why don't you tell us a uh, give me a haiku? Oh God, no! So many syllables. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna. You're do ruining that. it. No, no, he just did it. It was no, no. I don't want to do it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna do this. This is terrible. The Nobody first line isn't one syllable of no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do uh, we? Mm-hmm. Give me a limerick. There once was a man from here. Okay. Who always drank beer? Okay. Hey, that was he pretty didn't good. Oh. know that he was to go all the way back to here. <laughs> that was. <laughs> You know, you had a good start. Um, <laughs> See, I'm never good at finishing the limerick. <laughs> I couldn't start the limerick. Dooley's one fault in life is to never finish a good limerick. I could just never finish what I started. Um, so, yeah. All right. So, like the intro said, <coughs> we have some vanquished losers. Um, actually, well, we got to do a little, uh, little we gotta do explaining. A we got to do a recap. Dooley won, not last episode, but right. the episode before that. Mm-hmm. Um, but BWK wasn't here because he was moving, and Dooley really, really wanted BWK to be there, slash forgot to write <laughs> his death <laughs> that week. So I um, think it's more the former rather than the letter. <laughs> sure, sure. Rather than the letter? <laughs> rather than the He wrote work. them on a letter. So. Right, and then he mailed it, but he forgot where he sent it. <laughs> Is this just a mess? <laughs> you guys still with us? Hey, Raise listen. Raise your hand. Last show, last show was 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 incredible. We didn't so have anybody keeping us on track <laughs> or anything. The um the episode that I won, thanks to the listeners, um, was the uh top five boardless games episode. Right. So Thank I have you got it right this time. I know, seriously. I have uh, a couple of deaths. Um if it's all right with you guys I'd I'd like to read them. Let's yeah, do no, it. wait, let's just forget the deaths. All right. <laughs> it really feels like we should explain the show. <laughs> I know. I feel like we should, but we don't have to. It already happened. I know. I know. Thanks, Scotty. It really screwed us up. <laughs> you really screwed the pooch, Scott. <laughs> yeah, Scotty M. Scotty Masterson or whatever <laughs> I said. Is, is that maybe what it was? Well, so typically with the deaths, we'll make references to the uh, to the episode um, that we won. So there are some references to the top five boardless games. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go ahead and take a listen because there will be some references. Stop now. <laughs> go back. <laughs> Stop now. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure <laughs> book. Would you like to open the door or drink the poison? <laughs> <laughs> Don't drink the poison. Okay. So um, you guys ready? Let's do it. I'm going to do Matt first. Yeah, do me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So <clears throat> Matt's death. While on his way home from improv class, Matt decided to take a long, scenic, romantic walk with himself. <laughs> Always. You were amazing tonight, he whispered gently in his own ear. Matt, love drunk, decided to visit a nearby <laughs> pond and bask in the moonlight. So, Matt. As he got ready to dip his, dip his tootsies in, <laughs> he noticed something. Is that a hippo? He exclaimed. It turned out that it was. He congratulated himself for correctly recognizing this. Those wild hippos of Cambridge, Massachusetts. <laughs> I love hungry, hungry hippos, he, exp- he exclaimed. He started to ignorantly fuck with the hippos. Come on, show me your retractable neck, he said. <laughs> he says that all the time. Come on, show me that neck. He decided to throw a rock at one and see how quickly it would eat it. This proved just just irritate the hippo. The hippo started to come towards Matt. Matt, with weakening knees and a cardio problem, <laughs> could not escape and was brutally dismembered by an angry hippo. All right. There's a couple things wrong with that. No, no, no. There's a couple <laughs> things right with that. <laughs> there's more first. things right with it than there are wrong with it. Can we just move on, please? <laughs> my, my knees are fine. It's my shoulders out of the problem. Um, not in that story. <laughs> <laughs> not in my world. <laughs> um, you take your death. B2B Cam, doing you next. Okay, do it. 
Do it to me. Okay. Searching for his dead friend, Matt, <laughs> BWK thought it would be a reasonable and rational idea to search a nearby body of water. Yep. When he arrived, he noticed the entire pond was infested with hippos and crocodiles. <laughs> Frightened, BDBK kept his distance. He then noticed something. One of the crocodiles had a bum tooth and appeared to be in pain. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> BWK thought to himself, I can't stand to see this crocodile suffer with such a toothache. I pretty much have a PhD in dentistry after all those years of playing crocodile dentist when I was a kid anyway. That's, that's true. <laughs> that's how you get your PhD in dentistry. <laughs> BWK decided it was in his moral compass to help the poor animal. Once again, this proved moronic as the crocodile was an alligator <laughs> and BWK had limited experience with them. <laughs> after BWK performed a failed root canal on the alligator, the alligator sued BWK for all he was worth and BWK became bankrupt and starved to death. Oh my God, that's great. Wow. Good deaths. Thanks. Yeah. Good that deaths. Alli- that uh, crocodile had a good... Oh, sorry. An alligator. Yeah, uh, had a uh, great lawyer. Right. <laughs> you really did. I mean, you really never asked his permission. Yeah. So. And you know what? I don't have any malpractice insurance. So. <laughs> oh, man, I can't. I can't wait for. Uh, I can't wait for ten episodes down to uh, hear your next death. <laughs> I know. Seriously, <laughs> I had to. I had to really just bask in that because <laughs> it's so <laughs> fucking few and far between. <laughs> I can't thank the listeners enough for really voting for me that week. Right. Um, he has not won in weeks. <laughs> so that so that wasn't last week's episode's death, but the week before last week. Uh, our guest host DJ won, but he's uh, he's oddly enough not produced the deaths. So I mean, I'm yeah. assuming they'll show up eventually. You yeah. know, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. You know, just well, you know, when they show, I'm sure it'll be great. Uh, so is we'll, he the first guest to win an episode? Ryan Trainer was the first. Oh, guest. that's oh, yeah. right. That's right. Yeah, he was a great guest. The, the weird one, Al. the one person I would rather. I would love to write his <laughs> death. I would love to write his death. If we ever have him back, I'm going to have him back on the show, and I want everyone, because... should be he a topic this. he knows nothing about, so he <laughs> right, definitely right, right, right. <laughs> He needs to lose everyone, because I need to write his death. <laughs> Let's have him on and just set him up for failure. <laughs> right, right, right. He won the Weird Al episode, and DJ won the... Um, he won the, uh, what was last? Celebrities you'd bring oh, yeah, back so, from. Oh, yeah. Sure, yeah, you know celebrities yeah. Bring back that was a great dead. episode. If you guys haven't heard it, stop this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to a different one. <laughs> it was a good episode. And I'm glad he won because it was his idea. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, <clears throat> some, yeah. some justice right there. Yeah. Good job, DJ. Um, <clears throat> so this week's topic, um, is a little weird, but I, I like the idea and I really, I really push for it. Um, so I'll explain it. Yeah. This week we're doing top five expectations versus reality it's a it's kind of a personal episode so pretty much how i describe that is any and this could be either negative in a negative or positive way but it's when you have expectations of something and then in reality what it is is not what you thought it was going to be either good or bad yeah so either it met your expectations or exceeded your expectations or didn't fell well close. below yeah. yeah no right on points like I, this is exactly what i thought it was going to be <laughs> right i am I am mediocre, likely satisfied, mm-hmm. and everything's come content. Yeah, and that's it. No, so that's not what it is. That's <laughs> not what it is. That's not top five satisfactions, <laughs> which would be great. <laughs> the I, most I, boring I, episode. I had dinner and I was full afterwards, <laughs> which is what I thought I right. would be. But I mean, even this topic does sort of cover everything, <laughs> right? So times you were happy, and times you were not. <laughs> like, right. That's right. A, it's a very right. broad topic. But I think I try to go with extreme. Extreme situations either it either totally exceeded my expectations where i had low expectations or vice versa right and so and some of mine aren't even like they're kind of well actually they're actually kind of neutral in the sense of like oh, well i like it exactly i like it be. right but no but it's just like it's something 
that I thought was going to be one thing, but it actually turned out to be another. So, mm-hmm. and my list was uh, created by just five things I could think of. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what was the plot I of strategy. I had so much trouble. I had so yeah, much tell, trouble. Tell me why you had so much trouble with this. I, with I don't this know. Topic. I felt like I felt like it. Like there were so many things I could say, but would they be like interesting to talk about? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I don't know. Whatever. We'll see. We'll see. My list will be pretty dull compared to you guys, as I'm assuming. Right. Maybe not. I don't know. You, yeah. Usually, maybe people will connect more with my list, right? Because right. Yeah. Mine are pretty uh, personal for the most part, but uh, let me know how dull my list is by emailing top five of death at gmail dot com. <laughs> yeah, and don't forget to add us on facebook dot com slash top five of death, or I will uh, come to your house and I will. <laughs> and what? I'll, I'll live there. <laughs> I, swear, I, I swear to God, I won't pay rent. <laughs> I won't pay rent. I'll use all the soap, and you'll be upset. Trust me. Um, all right, so should I start? I don't think I started in a while. Why don't you start? Because it's yours. All right, so this is your baby. Mine, my. All right, so my number five. And this is it's coming out of left field here, but uh, so my number five of expectations versus reality uh, is a movie, and it was the Passion of the Christ. <laughs> What expectations did you have for the Passion of the Christ? Uh, I don't know. I thought it was just gonna be like just like it's really like heavy. Okay, not that it wasn't, but like it's like this the story of Jesus. Sure. Um, that was my well, expectation. That's a great expectation to have. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Reasonable. It, it's quite and, literally the story of Jesus. <laughs> right. Except for the reality of it is that it's like a super brutally gory like beat video of like a man getting tortured. <laughs> beat video. <laughs> It's a snuff film. <laughs> I, I went with I went with my friend. Oh, I actually went with a couple friends, which is weird because it How was like. How did this happen? Hey, I'm going out with the guys tonight to see the Passion <laughs> of the Christ. <laughs> Me and the buddies are gonna go see that film about that Jew. <laughs> did you, so he gets his ass kicked. Did you uh, did you have interest in seeing this movie or, or religious interest? No, but like I just I wanted I don't know. It looked like a it looked like a well produced movie, which sure. it was. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, and it got like, and it had so much buzz. Right. It yeah. was a huge thing. I was like, I, mean, oh, I, I saw it too. It. Yeah. So, you kind of yeah. had to see. It. You didn't really have much of a choice. I mean. You know, that would go to hell. That's what somebody told me. I didn't want to go to hell, so I went and saw the movie. <laughs> Julie, then, did you see it? Uh, no, I'm dead. Dude, you're <laughs> fucked. Um, so, Get screwed. So, like I said, I went in there, and I watched the movie, and I was like, okay, well, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, it's... And then, like, the st- beating started to happen, and they were like... Did, you didn't know this about this movie? I did, I've never seen it, but I've I, I've You've never seen this. it? You, well, here's the thing. Exactly. You, I knew it going mm-hmm. in. Yeah. You gotta see it. Yeah, because it's really graphic. It's much more graphic than you'd think. Exactly. Really. So Especially that, since the audience going to see it is probably not the people that want to see right. this kind of exactly. Torture. That's yeah. my point. So I was like, I'm fine with this. Sure. Everyone else in the room is mortified. Yeah. This kid I went with who was like barely religious. He was like religious by association with his family, and sure. that was it. Sure. And he he was actually like curling up and cringing, and he at one point, I swear to God, and I called him on it, and I've made fun of made fun of him for it forever. But like, uh, Christ got like was getting whipped with like the thing of thorns oh, or whatever. But that's the right. One it was awesome. Part. And he's like, I look over and he's like squirming and moving. And he's like, no, no, like <laughs> vocally saying no. I was like, what? What is it? It's a fucking movie. Like, it's like any other movie. You don't say no when like Jason Voorhees is beheading a, like a camp counselor. I'm no. Like, no. Oh my god, he's doing it. <laughs> but like. So, so, it, having seen the movie, did you like it? I like that part of it. I thought it was pretty. I thought it was over <laughs> the top and brutal. I was like, 
Like it that, turned it turned into like a like grindhouse like machete yeah. movie. <laughs> I was like, this is like B horror movie stuff. I was like waiting for like for like his face to Hostile melt off or something Jesus like that. Like you know, saw the side of his head off. <laughs> right. Like, I was oh, but um, at, <laughs> the expectation versus reality of that movie is like. Yeah, on opposite sides of the spectrum. Wow! I wow. Uh, I used to work at a movie theater when that movie came out, and uh, we had there's the like craziest crowds of people that people that never go to the movies coming to see. This oh movie. yeah, it brought out weird. It brought out churches in full congre- congregations. It was sold out every night we had it there. Yep. Yeah. Wow. And uh, one time, and this happens all the time in movie theaters, uh, the film caught fire and it burned like a few of the cells, and they had to like stop the film and start it back up again. Mm-hmm. Yo, that's. It, it happens a lot. That's a prophecy. <clears throat> yeah, so that happened to this movie, um, and we had protesters out in front of the the uh, uh, theater the next day protesting, saying that we like set the film on fire. Oh of god! Of course you did. No, it happens all the time. There's like a little, like a little. The film goes through a thing, and it's sitting right next to a, a light bulb that is the hottest thing. In known existence, <laughs> right. hotter than magma, right. <laughs> yeah. hotter, so, hotter than hellfire, <laughs> and uh, and it just happens. There's a breeze; it hits the film, it immediately catches fire. You just splice that part out and put a new part in. Right. Oh Christ. Anyway, <laughs> ah, passion of the Christ. <laughs> so that's a, that's a great that's uh that that's surprising. Right, but it, it's I mean, it, no way that I was I expecting that. Wow. <laughs> so you got to see it, Dooley. Um, yeah. All right, you got to see part of it. You yeah, got to see right. the part where he gets beat because, <laughs> like, he gets hit with like this whip, and it's got like all these like barbs and thorns in it, and it like sticks to his sides. And then, like, when they pull it back, it like catches his skin and rips a chunk of his body oh, off. Yeah, it's really wow. Gross. Yes, yes, it's like Quentin Tarantino directed that scene <laughs> of the film, and it was just like, nope. It was from the twisted mind of Mel Gibson. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and he was drunk. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's it's okay. I, I actually thought the movie was kind of good. I'm not like religious at all, but I thought the movie was good. Uh, of course, you're not burning the movie, you heathen. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not in yeah. the projection. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. Okay, should I go? Yes. Yeah. Okay, my number five is a movie as well, but it's more of a situation and less of the movie. Okay. Okay. Um, so, do you guys remember Tron Legacy? Yeah, the new Tron movie. Yeah, the new the newest Tron movie that came out. I yep. remember. I never saw it. Well, for some reason, I got so swept up in the hype of this movie. Yeah. And here's my expectation. I just I just assumed this has got to be the greatest movie. Like, finally, we have a new Tron movie. Yeah. Guys, Do you I like ne- the original I Tron? have never seen it. <laughs> you've, you've still never seen it? Yeah, I've never seen it. And I don't know why I cared so much, but I did. I, I cared so much about this new Tron movie. Yeah. Then I saw it. <laughs> there isn't anything in that movie I'm interested in. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that movie wasn't that great. So my expectation was that, like, finally, the, the sci-fi movie to end all sci-fi movies. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you think that was going to be it? I don't know. I, I, I didn't. That's not exactly true, but I don't yeah. know what made me think that Tron Legacy was going to gonna... end all sci-fi <laughs> Yeah, like, they'd be like, oh, well, <laughs> we've done it all. <laughs> no more. Tron Legacy is the end. The, uh, the only reason I had any remote interest in that movie was because Daft Punk did the soundtrack. So right, I, like, I oh, think cool. I, so that's probably most cool people movie. probably did. But I was like so swept up in in the in the hysteria. I went on like opening night with like a bunch of other people that were super psyched. And when I was sitting in the theater, I was like literally like checking my watch, being like, "When will this stop?" <laughs> they were like talking about all this stuff happening, and I just couldn't wrap my head around any of it. Well, maybe you needed to see the first one. Did you ever go back and watch it? No, because <laughs> <laughs> what, what about Tron Legacy makes like begs you to go back and see the first Tron movie? Well, it's a sequel, right? Yeah, it is a sequel. 
So doesn't it, doesn't it, it allude to the original? I'm sure in a lot of ways. They did a lot of these things in the movie where, like, a character, you could see them from behind, and then they'd turn around, and they'd, mm-hmm. and like there would be, like, that one... Mo- you'd assume that, like, the reaction of the audience would be like, oh, they yeah. got him back or something, you know, or, or it's that guy from the original. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or they did, like, a bunch of, like, reveals like that, but I think none of it landed with me. So did you see it opening night? Yeah. And what was your experience? I went on I, in IMAX 3D, so the movie did everything it could do yeah. right. to right, get right. rebooked. <laughs> At the uh, famous Reading IMAX. At the Reading IMAX, yeah, which is the best IMAX theater in the world. Yep. And um, I was sitting in the theater... It was in 3D. Everyone was psyched. It was uh, a sold-out crowd, which is like over 500 people in that room. And yeah. uh, I just was so bored. Did, <laughs> did the vibe of the audience, did they seem, did I was people seem like, disappointed too? I think when I was waiting in line, I was kind of like jazzed up on, on their like enthusiasm. Yeah. It was like Stockholm Syndrome at its finest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like I was in that room. We were all, everyone was excited for Tron Legacy. So, so was I. <laughs> But I don't know why. That's funny. I feel like that's becoming a common theme with you. Because you also were super excited about John Carter, right? <laughs> I I was more interested in John Carter as, <laughs> in terms of like what it was going to be. And then I I don't even remember seeing that movie. <laughs> that, that movie is like, you know when people get abducted by aliens and they lose time? <laughs> you lost time? That's what happened when I saw John Carter. <laughs> All type of reality just... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry Holy for that. Shit. So anyway, yeah, that's my number five. Wow. Wow. Tron Legacy. Poor. Uh, poor no, pro- that's a good pick. Thank yeah. you. Thank I you. It. I get it. Good. All right. Dually number five. I hope yours is a movie too. Um, it's actually it's actually not. That comes a little later. But my number five is um my experience the last time I went to the hot dog safari. Oh my god. I've I, never been to a hot dog safari. <laughs> I can't wait to get into this. Let me explain uh the hot dog safari. So uh, in Boston, there is a. I don't. Do they do it still? Or yeah. Is it over? No, they still do it. So every year they do something called the hot dog safari, where it's um, it's this thing where I think you pay like twenty bucks, and there's uh all these um giant like hot dog vendors there, and it's all you can eat hot dogs all day long. Cool. And um, all these different types of hot dogs and bratwurst, and it's you know kind of like a fest, a festival, you know. Right. And um. And it's really, really cool. And all the proceeds go to cystic uh, fibrosis. And nice. It's um, yeah, it's it's awesome. But they also have games. They had a moon bounce. They had one of those cool things where you like strap yourself in and you like race somebody who's also strapped in to a bungee cord to like a bungee cord. Yeah, I you, did that. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. Um, they had like <laughs> a wrestling match. <laughs> yeah. Like all this, like all these really cool activities. And I think I went when I was a senior in high school. And I'm like, this is the most fun I'm, I've had in a really long time. So, I went the I, I went the next year, and that and it was just as great. Like I had the best time. So third year, um, my friends and I we all went, and uh, same thing. I was like so excited to go every year. Started to look forward to the hot dog safari. I don't even like hot dogs <laughs> that much. It was just more so. It was just so much fun with all the activities. Right. And, um. So I get there, and it's and from the outside looks like the uh, <laughs> the regular. <laughs> Sorry, B- I'm sorry, like I just lost my train of thought because <laughs> BWK just like smashed himself <laughs> into his own microphone. <laughs> you, you idiot. <laughs> okay, keep going. Keep going. Sorry. So I, <laughs> thank you. I get to the hot dog safari and I'm walking in and it's like a normal hot dog safari. And when I get there, things are different. So that moon bounce that I was talking about and all those like cool activities, they're all gone. Oh. 
and just tumbleweeds in their they're place. They're like, wasn't that many hot dog vendors? And that year, it got way more expensive. It was like 10 extra dollars. Yep. Oh. And I noticed the only real activity activity they had was they had like an Xbox set up and you could play Guitar Hero. Yep. <laughs> yep. You could do that at home. You could do right. that at home. I could make a fucking hot dog and eat right. <laughs> <laughs> Which I won't. I don't even need hot dogs. And, uh, it's it's at a racetrack, so yep. like they had horse races going on, which so you're expe- I don't give a fuck about. So my expectations for this thing was like something I could depend on every year. It yep. was super consistent, and I went one year. It was more expensive, and there were no activities besides goddamn Guitar Hero. Right. Oh, uh, you must have been so let down. And less hot dogs. I was so so let down. You know what's funny? You said like twenty dollars and all you can eat hot dogs. Yeah. Uh, I could eat like two hot dogs. <laughs> and honestly, so in high school, I was like, yeah, I could eat whatever I want. And it had no effect on me whatsoever. So I'd eat like six or seven hot dogs. Yeah. You've gone before, right, Matt? Yeah. And how many hot dogs do you think you you ate? Like 10? <laughs> no, I like 22. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Me, so, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean you, know, you know, the friends like Fisher and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> we were trying to outdo each other. I had to stop after 22. So that's fun. I've never been to Hot Dog Safari, but now it sounds like I shouldn't go. No, I shouldn't go. Um, it, 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 like it, overnight, I feel like. One year it was just that, terrible and we stopped going. Yeah, we did. We just um, pretty we started the uh, Tuxbury, Massachusetts Hot Dog Safari. Yep, so every year at uh, our friend Chris McCoy's house, he would just we would just buy a shitload of hot dogs and grill them outside and, yep. and hang out all day. Yeah, Chris was, McCoy was on the show, wasn't Chris he? Chris McCoy yep. was on the show, yeah. Yep. He now Former li- co-host. He now lives with me, but uh, I <laughs> I guess we could have hot dog safari here. <laughs> yeah, we could. But, yeah, um, okay, ten bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I yeah. Um, it changed so drastically within a year. Out of nowhere. Because it had all those things one year, and it was cheaper. Mm-hmm. And then the following year, it was nothing. Yep. It just, Did you it, assume it one that year. the inflated price would mean more things? I didn't really think about it. I just felt like okay, th- things are getting more expensive. And, and the, I'm and getting the, older. Things are getting more. The expensive. rules changed too, because like you said, it was like ten or twenty dollars, mm-hmm. but everything in the fest was. Free, well, not free, but like free with admission. Yep. Um, and then they changed it. They raised the price, and because like, like originally it was like all the hot dogs you could eat, mm-hmm. you know, for free. You could also get Richardson's ice cream for free. Oh, oh yeah, you could get had, sodas uh, for free. Everything in there was free. Yeah. And then the the year they raised the admission price, then the ice cream cost an ex you know extra money. Yeah. Uh, the sodas weren't free anymore. <laughs> it was like something. Yeah, it came out of nowhere. Something happened, and it was like I, this was for charity to begin with, and yeah. like you're ruining the event. <laughs> it was successful. What happened? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, my my oh, my only story from there is the first time I went. I went in. I went to all the hot dogs hot dog vendors, <laughs> and I took I grabbed a hot dog. I took one bite of it and I threw it away. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> you wanted to try all the dogs. Because uh, I wanted to try all the dogs, and because I could. Yeah. And I was actually. Did you discover anything about yourself? Like, there's one. <laughs> did it awaken <laughs> anything within <laughs> yeah. you? I for, Any <laughs> love for a specific type of hot dog? Uh, there were some. I, I like some more than others. I like some more than others, sure. but I forgot what they were. So, you know, no help to them. And plus, I would just wait in line with my friend who wanted a hot dog, and then I'd also get one, and I would just throw it away <laughs> without even trying it. Right. You know, but that was at an age where we could wait in line, and that was fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? Come on, come on, let's go. Um. Yeah, they also had what are those things? Cool dogs or frosty dogs or something like that. Oh yeah, and they're like ice cream hot dogs. Right. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, dog. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool, dog. <laughs> so that's my number five. Uh, high expectations for the hot dog safari, not met. That's a bummer, man. Yep. Yeah, good one, Dooley. Thanks. <laughs> Get it. Get it. All right, we just took a quick break. That's why I said that. And we came back, and I wanted to make everyone laugh, and I'm sure you did. So my job uh, was successful. So my nice wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> well, Smell you later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my number four, um, 
is, and I had, once again, I had an expectation <laughs> of this being very, you know, a very high expectation, and even then, it still just like surpassed it. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time I fired a gun. <laughs> <laughs> what was your expectation that it would be great? Well, I knew it was gonna like, it's you know, it was like a a powerful feeling. Mm-hmm. And there's a video of this. Oh, I'm yeah, that's what Matt needs, more powerful feelings. I need <laughs> it. I absolutely need it. There's a video of this, and the person who has it listens to the show. I need that video. I got to post Or you can just post it on the Facebook, actually. But um, so the first time I fired a gun, we uh, it was for uh, our friend Cool Dave. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was for his bachelor party. We went to a shooting range. Oh. And um, so it was like a, uh, like a revolver I yep. fired. And... I can't like just being in the shooting. I've never been near guns firing, so yeah, they're they're so loud. <laughs> Are they? They're so <laughs> You're loud. Have you ever fired a gun, Julie? Never. No. Have you ever been near a gun firing? <laughs> no. In re- reality, it's way louder than you ever think it's gonna be. And so, I I think they're way scarier than you think they're gonna be. Oh, too. I'm I I'm not a gun person at all. But yeah. um, and even in like there, I was just like. Someone's gonna accidentally shoot me in the face. I know it's gonna happen while I'm in there. A bullet's gonna ricochet. Yeah, that is off. that does sound scary. Yeah, it's terrifying. But anyway, so, so I, you know, take the gun, you know, fire it down, like I aim it down the range, and it's like I'm so nervous to pull this trigger because I'm mm-hmm. just like, you know, I've seen so many videos on YouTube of like the gun recoiling into yeah, their face. Yeah, that's what I was scared of too. And like I'm just gonna be like, I don't know if I can handle this. I know I'm a perfectly capable, yeah, you know, fully developed male adult who can probably handle this gun. It's not like it's the biggest gun in the world. But I was like, still nervous about it, and then I pulled the trigger, and you just feel the explosive power of a gun in your hand. Yeah. And I was just like, you got to see the video because I, <laughs> I fire it, and then I literally turn around and I just go, wow, <laughs> like that. And it's just like you can see it in my face, the shock of like what it feels like to fire a gun. Yeah. And I could not believe it because, it's. Anyone who who's fires guns, and I'm sure there are plenty of you out there who listen to the show. Yeah. Um, They're I'm all sure just you... like, what a bunch of losers. Matt, <laughs> Matt already won this podcast, by the way, <laughs> with, for the rabid gun fans. Right. Right. Yeah, uh, listening to the show. <laughs> Hell yeah, second man right to bear arms, sir. Um, <laughs> and then that, now he's back to square one. That's right. I <laughs> need to level the playing them. field. Um, but, so my, like, like I said, my expectation of firing a gun, I, like, I had an idea of what it was going to be like. Yeah. It's way more intense than yeah. I thought it was going to be. Yeah. In movies, like, the gun, like, falls and skids across the room, and then, like, a 13-year-old girl will pick it up and, like, fire it. Right. <laughs> and I, I held the gun in my head, and I felt like I was, like, shaking, like, a, like so hard, and I, I, uh, I fired the, put the trigger, pulled the trigger or whatever. And I had to like put the gun down. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> I can't hold this thing. Did you did you shoot a gun? Yeah, I shot it. I fired a few rounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, I've uh, knocked some cans off a fence before. <laughs> oh, and the other thing too is like, I thought I'd be a pretty good aim with a gun. I'm fucking terrible. Like, I it's so hard to aim a gun. It's unreal because like because of the kickback. No, it's just well, I'm sure there's a lot to it. I'm sure that's one of them. But it's just like. interrupt this podcast to bring you a special news bulletin. Boston area podcaster and renowned wimp Ryan Dooley, known for his work on the top five of death, was found dead early this morning at Moore Memorial Garden Cemetery in Arlington, Texas. The Jim Henson fan was found beaten to death and surrounded by black magic paraphernalia 
and homemade Muppets in what police are calling a bizarre satanic sex ritual used to bring back deceased guitarist Dimebag Daryl Abbott. Authorities are now looking for Dooley's fellow podcast host and frequent number one suspect, Matt Bissany. More on the story as it develops. like practicality it's like i'm aiming at this target mm. in my head i'm going to hit it because i'm aiming at it right and then <laughs> you pull the trigger into the, where it lands nowhere near where i'm aiming wow. at all i don't get it and yeah so how on the walking dead is everyone hitting headshots and like it's so hard <laughs> it's so hard <laughs> I, I want an answer <laughs> get, get robert well, kirkman off the line <laughs> I'm, I'm sure with ex- like the, the person we went with who owned the guns who's like a you know a, a gun enthusiast i guess you you could say um, he like so we're all like firing guns. We're all like just like white suburban kids who don't fire guns normally. And he he picks up the gun. It's his turn, and it's the same revolver I shot. And he just walks up there. He loads it, and he pulls off six shots real fast. And they like all were in the vicinity of the where he was aiming. And I was like, how the hell does somebody <laughs> do that? How in the hell? And then he just puts the gun down. And somebody else went. And meanwhile, like it takes me a good ninety seconds to fire to pull the trigger because yeah. I have to like weigh all the pros and cons of my life. Yeah, sure. And see if I all if the pros and cons, and then you <laughs> and then you pull the trigger. Right, exactly. So I, if I'm going to pull the trigger, I want it to mean something every time. So mm-hmm. I, uh, but man, you got to. I remember go when. Wait, so you're recommending it? Yeah, it's every, it sounds trying. like it's definitely it's, worth trying. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's so did worth, it, it sounds like it didn't meet your expectations. No, it, it exceeded them. It did. He knew it'd be powerful, but he didn't know it'd be that powerful. Right. I mean, it, it sounds it, scary. It is scary, but it's like so you really got to experience it because, like, honestly, now I have. Whenever I see a gun being fired on a show, I look at it in a completely new Me light. Me too. That's what oh, I was saying wow. about Walking right. Dead. That there's like a seven year old girl that's just popping off headshots. Right. I mean, because like you know, we like, how know, are you holding that thing? All all like the <laughs> all like the TV and the movies we see of like you know all those gunfights and everything like that. Yeah. Go fire a gun duel. You'll be like, this is. Now <laughs> this is way more fantasy than it was prior. Yeah. Because it's like to fire a gun like these people do, like so willy nilly. Sure. It's like you have they have no concept of of like safety. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know what the thing that scared me the most was was uh, <laughs> I had the gun and I loaded the clip because I had like a little uh, like a handgun kind of thing. Right. I loaded the clip and that was just kind of scary, just like putting these like live rounds into a clip. Right. But then I was holding the gun in, in my left hand and I pushed the magazine in through the bottom. Yeah. And suddenly, the the shell of the thing I was holding in my hand, in my left hand, became like an actual killing machine. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and once that that magazine clipped in at the bottom, I was like terrified to hold yeah, it. Yeah, me too. I was afraid I was gonna kill somebody. Yeah. Just I, like, I was just I was just worried that like now I have this power and it was just. Oh, to, you know what happened? So that's the only time I've been to the gun range and like th- two or three rows down, like this father, um, mother and a daughter like came in and the daughter was like of age he had to at least been in college yeah and like they were like firing guns like whatever and she was like clearly not used to it or like whatever Mm -hmm. and she fucking like the big rule the big rule at the gun range is you always point down range always 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 it's all it's the obvious rule and everyone's usually pretty that's the thing gun ranges most people know what they're doing you're really not in any danger and they have like people there to like watch and make sure what's going on sure um however i don't know what good's gonna be when somebody just i could have killed at least six people if i wanted to before anyone shot me (laughs) like um just let everybody know take six people out (laughs) i'm just saying i could i could have done it i had a gun in my hand and six rounds in it and everyone's nine but anyway so the girl like she like took a couple shots with a live gun and then she turned around to like make a joke with her dad and like turn the gun the wrong way and her dad was just like Bleh! 
all like yeah. screamed at her, like pushed, like put the barrel back down there, and it was like wicked. It's and, really like, scary when somebody does that. It is, it is. But like the girl was super embarrassed. I was nervous. <laughs> That's like, really scary. Yeah, oh, it, I don't think I want to do it. We got yeah. You you would fucking lose it in there. <laughs> don't make me fire a gun, <laughs> please. If, if I can do it, you can do it. Oh yeah, BWK can. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I am much bigger of a wimp than you are. <laughs> Should I just do my number four now? Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Okay, good pick. I, I hate having to follow that up. My number four is that... Uh, <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> I hope it's like, I had Rice Krispies without sugar once. <laughs> um, I, uh, it was my going to my first video game convention. Okay. Okay. My expectation was that it was going to be this convention that yep. was just going to be a bunch of video games and people like standing in line, line waiting to play video games. Yep. I had no idea how overwhelmed I would be. <laughs> oh, my God. I you was, would... Oh. I was so... And this is PAX, too. You yeah, guys, PAX, you guys have all been to PAX? Never been to PAX. No, I'm, going PAX. To my, I'm going to my first PAX this year. Hey, oh, if anybody's going to PAX this year, let us know. I think we're going to... Uh, I'm going to be there with some stuff. Yeah, let's do a meetup or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might have some stickers and some some shit. Yeah, so uh, anyway, so this is at PAX, and I, got, I walked through the door, and suddenly I was like... So my expectation was that, oh, I can handle this. Sure. <laughs> in, rea- in reality, I was so overwhelmed. And I can't wait for, for your reaction to this. There was just so much to do, so much to see. It was like a hot dog safari. <laughs> <laughs> see, I, I feel like I would have this, the expectation that there would be so much to do that I wouldn't get anything done. Well, see, I think it's because I went to um, Comic-Con Boston and Anime Boston a few yep. times before that. Uh, I'm really big into the 3DS Street Pass. Mm-hmm. Which is like if you walk by somebody else who has a 3DS, your yep. me, your Mies kind of go onto each other's 3DSs, and then you can play games with them. Uh, so I go to these like conventions just to get street passes, and those the Anime Boston and um, Comic Con Boston are very small. So I thought I kind of knew what I was getting myself into, but then PAX was just it's it's a hundred Anime Bostons, hundred uh, you know Comic Con yeah. Boston, and it was just so it was so much it was so overwhelming I was like exhausted like 20 minutes in and and uh it's all d- it's all day the the show floor opens at like nine o'clock in the morning and then it doesn't stop until uh, like 11 o'clock three days later wow you can be in the convention hall until like seven in the morning if you wanted to be it's huh. just 24 hours it's just it seems that way i think that they <laughs> do at some point they i think they do clear it out to reopen it uh, they definitely clear out the floor like the show floor or whatever mm-hmm. But it was so overwhelming. I was so exhausted. Uh, I, I remember, like me, uh, me and my friend Brian, who former former, uh, podcast, former host. podcast host Brian, um, he and I were walking around, and we were just like, it, it was just so overwhelming. Uh, we <laughs> ended up like they had this room, and they must know, they must be prepared for this because yeah. they had this room that was all bean bags, and it was like take a nap room. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's awesome. And we went there, we charged our 3DSs, and we just napped because <laughs> we were so exhausted. <laughs> That's awesome. So they must know that kids just like, uh, <laughs> just can't handle it. <laughs> they They're so hyped it. up on sugar. <laughs> right. Yeah, just walking around, just, they just passing out five-hour energies to everybody, just keeping them hyped. <laughs> That's cool. Gotta yeah. keep them juiced. It was, so it when was you really first fun. got there, did it hit you right away that this was a different animal than what you had seen before at conventions? Yeah, because the, like, uh, the hall that you get greeted in, you know, where you pick up like your badge or whatever, uh, is bigger than <laughs> than all of Comic Con <laughs> so Boston. It hit, it hit you right away. Then. <laughs> we walked in through the door, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is like a." Firstly, I think they used to like house like jumbo jets in this in this show floor. I don't know; it's huge. The ceiling is too high. Nobody the Heinz Convention Center. Um, yeah, I think it was one year. I think it, I think it is this year. Is it okay? 
Uh, it's down by like the the bay or whatever. Down by the bay. <laughs> I knew that bay, was gonna happen. Bay <laughs> where the watermelon <laughs> grows. <laughs> but uh, it is a huge convention center, <laughs> and it's like five floors too. Uh, yeah, no, this this will be my first. So this is this is definitely going to be the biggest convention I've gone to because I usually go to uh, haunted house conventions, mm-hmm. and they're. I've never been to conventions, and I and I know those are small, so I yeah, can only. But you get overwhelmed with at it. No, I'll be. Uh, I actually no. I sneak into Anime Boston every year. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Anime Boston has the the uh, the Anime Boston rave every year. Have that, you ever been? Yeah, to that? I, that's what we go yeah, to every we, year. We snuck into. They that have the absolute worst there. security in the world. <laughs> if know. anybody doesn't want to pay to go to the rave, <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> just Technically, you have to, but you don't. But you could just walk right in. Yeah, um, that's what we do every single three years in a row. <laughs> yeah, uh, but. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, I went to Comic Con, New York Comic Con this year. That's a big beast too. But at this point, I'm sort of uh, used to it. I've been conventioning for a while now, so uh, it's really cool. Anybody who d- hasn't tried it, even if you're not interested in nerd culture or anything like that, just go just to see what it's like. Right. I bet anybody can find something fun there. I feel like I always miss the boat every year when when these kind of things come around, and then I hear about like my friends going, and I'm like, oh, that would have been cool to go to, and then I like it would be cool, and then but I, I don't want, think about it for another year. I want to warn you, it's exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> be so overwhelmed. <laughs> Let, let's let's do a roll call. Is, is anybody? Let us know if you're going to to PAX East because you know I would like I would like to know because I'd like to meet some of the fans and you know maybe give a, we might have some stuff to to give out and I'm, and it's it's a big enough convention where people who listen to the show might actually travel to go to. Yeah, people fly down and go yeah, to that uh, all the time. time. So if you're going to pa- uh, PAX East, let us know uh, on Facebook.com slash. Nope. I always do this wrong, do I? Facebook.com slash top five of death. That's correct. Or uh, top five of death at gmail.com. Right, yeah. That's the number five. The number five. The number five, everybody. So, yeah. Okay, so that's my number four. Go ahead, Dilly. All right, moving it along. Um, I put this down because I want to know how Brian's going to feel about this. I um, My number four uh, is the Nintendo Wii. Oh. When the Nintendo Wii first came out, I had the lowest expectations for it on the planet earth <laughs> i thought it was i thought it was when i heard about the concept of the nintendo wii i thought it was the absolute worst idea for a you game did? console yeah i was like no i was like a video game needs to be like a controller with both of my thumbs like where they belong <laughs> and that's a video game right just that, like marriage needs to be between a man and a woman <laughs> Essentially, the <laughs> argument you just made. <laughs> you, you. It's s- ruining American values <laughs> about what video games are supposed to be and how it's written in the Bible. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't you know why. I just like video I, games should be played with buttons, <laughs> right? But like, I love GameCube. It's I, I'm have never once in my life been like against Nintendo. And when I heard about that idea, I think I was just disappointed by like the concept of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't want to be like throwing a wand at a screen. Like I want to play a Nintendo game. And um, something happened. I like went to a store and I saw something, somebody playing it. And I'm like, that sucks. Like Nintendo <laughs> Wii fucking sucks. And then somebody, a friend was like, hey, you want to come over and play Wii? And I'm like, I'll come over. I'll play fucking stupid <laughs> sucks so well, um, you got a control for that like, thing? can you just like play bowling for a second and i played like Wii bowling and of course it was like the most fun i've ever had <laughs> playing a video game right, ever right, right. because nintendo Wii was incredible right 
And instantly, like, my opinion... I had never felt so strongly about something and then just, like, completely... Like, a 180 <laughs> felt just as strongly about it. Like, a complete opposite way. I, like, had to question, like, my beliefs about everything because I was like, oh, it's awesome! <laughs> um, um, I, had, I had a similar reaction to it. I... Uh, when I first heard about it, I was like very skeptical. I didn't know what was going to happen. And then it used to be, I forget what, uh, Project Cafe was what it was called before. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's kind of a stupid name. I thought that that's what they were going to go for. And then they called it the Wii. And I was like, oh my God, that's it. That's a nail in the coffin. This thing sucks. Wow. <laughs> of course, uh, of course, when it came out, I, I bought it on launch day. <laughs> okay, so you were still interested in it. And you were, even if you thought it was going to be a failure, failure, you would still... Yeah, you're well, still gonna I, buy it. I'm an idiot, and I support anything Nintendo does. So. Okay, so I mean, I get what you mean, but for me, I was like, "Fuck, fuck that! <laughs> yeah. I, uh, get that out of my home! <laughs> I'll never own one of those." Do you have one? Yeah, yeah of course you do. Oh, of Everybody course. does. Yeah. Yeah. Massive success. I um, my concern with anything that's like that, um, I'm always like, I bet you know what? I don't trust those sensors. I bet it's gonna be like faulty or shaky or not responsive enough. Uh huh. That's always my concern with any motion anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and nope, it was great. Yeah, <laughs> it was wonderful. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Uh, it really it did a lot of uh, really awesome things, and they took such a big chance by releasing this and just going completely against what everyone was expecting from next generation consoles. And I think it really paid off for them. Yeah. yeah. Except for when it came to the Wii U, huh? Yeah, that's Oof. a shame. It's Oof. a shame. Uh, but whatever, that that console will turn itself around. Like, whatever. There's sure, no it will. Well, that's BWK. not the conversation we're having. So, no. uh, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I I love that. That expectation I think is a lot of what people had. Uh, Nintendo actually said like you have to play it to get it. Mm-hmm. Right. And I remember. I remember they said that at E3 when they announced it. Like, this is what it looks like. This is what it does. This is the demos. But like showing it to you is not gonna do it. You right. have to play it. Yeah. And it's so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can give a you can give a Wii. Uh, remote to anybody in any age bracket, anybody at all. Yeah, and they exa- they immediately know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. When um, Jesus, you don't have to fucking sell me on it. I like yeah, it. Relax, right. <laughs> relax. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I'm just really impressed with the, the success <laughs> of we. When I uh, when I worked at my last job, to, like delivering oxygen, and I went into like a facility, like you take the elevator obviously to go up and down, and like they have the calendar for like you know events of the day. Every and I go and I would go to like. At least thirty facilities in a week. What kind of facilities? Uh, like retirement homes and assisted oh, okay. livings. Um, every every single place on their calendar, at least once or twice a day, had Wii bowling. Nice. Yeah. Every single one. Yeah, the, it it really brought a bunch of people into playing games that never played games before. Right. And I would see, and I like once in a while I would be there when they're playing Wii bowling, and you know what? It was like pretty like heartwarming because like these old elderly people that don't really have much <laughs> are having a fucking blast. Yeah. Wii bowling. Yeah. It's like my, good for them. My grandmother has a DS. Yeah, she uses yeah. it for like brain training and stuff like that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, uh, Nintendo did it. They there was this like market of people that would not play games, and Nintendo went for them and they got them. Right. So good, good job. Good for them. And uh, I love your story about thinking it sucks and oh, and being completely turned around <laughs> on it. I think that's a, that's a, that's great. Thank you. Go ahead, Matt. So that's my number four. Okay. Stupid number threes. Number three. <laughs> okay. So my number three. Um. It's kind of like maybe seemed like a little bit of a shit bag, but you know everyone's younger in their earlier. Everyone's younger in their earlier days is what sure, I was going to say. They are. They I are. agree. The Go statement ahead. is no, not that, wrong. That is a true statement. <laughs> it's a true <laughs> statement. They're all yep. younger in their earlier days. Uh huh. You're doing great. Um, but my number three, <laughs> I don't know how to phrase this, so I'm just going to call it uh, courtrooms. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so when I was um like 18, 
19. Yep. I was like stealing money from the place I worked at. Oh, yeah. you. Oh, I forgot you used to do stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. Um, Jeez, I, everybody is much younger in their earlier days. Yeah, in their early days. <laughs> younger, yeah, you so. wouldn't do that. <laughs> well, I did it at two places. One place. Oh, my God. One place <laughs> I got criminal. one place I got away with it completely scot free, and I made and a were, lot of money. There. You were addicted. Yeah. So the second place I went to, I just went. This was my honest mentality: was like, I've never been in trouble before. Even if I get caught, it's just going to be a slap on the wrist. I don't give a shit. Right. So I wasn't as careful, and I did get caught. Um, and then they, I never had, I never got arrested for it. They tried to like set me up to be arrested, and I caught on, and I never showed up. So like, I was proud of that moment. But then I got a. <laughs> I got uh, summons in the mail to go to court for it. Uh-huh. Um, the end result was that I was on probation for 18 months, but hmm. I had to go to I had to keep going to court mm-hmm. over and over again for at least a year and a half. Sure, and it was super annoying. So I was a little scared, you know, nervous. Of obviously, of course, I don't go to court very often. Newly an adult, if you're right. 18. So in my and my expectation of it was like court is very serious. Mm-hmm. You need to dress up. You need to be presentable. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just you better be on your best behavior and show respect, or you like, that's what you did. That's sure. like how I was raised. I still think that. Well, I, think you should. Right. I don't disagree. <laughs> right. So throughout my dealings of going to court over and over again, that is not a typical day in a courtroom. People, the like people who regularly go to courtrooms for reasons, <laughs> don't give half of a shit. Yeah. And I could not believe it. I was shocked. People showing up in pajamas. Oh God. <laughs> Why does uh, anybody leave their house in pajamas? Just <laughs> I need an answer that's when, on this. That's when you've given up. Talking regularly, and then like the judge would like address them, and they would just not care. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? Like, you are in a courtroom. This is no joke. Yeah, but no, like I was absolutely stunned as to the lackadaisical mentality of people who regularly have to go to court. Yeah, so you were expecting Ally McBeal. I, I was ex- <laughs> I was expecting a level of <laughs> seriousness taken by all who had to appear before a judge of a court of law. Yeah. And what I got was it was like a it is essentially looking at a high school class having to go in front of the principal <laughs> is what it really was. And I was like and after going for so long, I just didn't care. No, I was like no one else gives a shit and like and I was seeing this and it wasn't affecting any case like being heard in front of me. The, no one commented on it. It didn't account against anybody. So I'm like, why the hell am I getting so dressed up and so worked up over it? No one else gives a shit. Yeah. I'm not going to go in pajamas because Thank I'm a God. goddamn human being. <laughs> yeah. You wake but, up, you put pants on. Right. I'm just going to wear regular clothes and go to court. So, so, so towards the tail end of it, that's what I did. Yeah. So are you advocating that people steal from their jobs so that they can go to Experience court? Experience that? Yeah. <laughs> you should definitely at least go to court for a little while. <laughs> I mean, it, it makes it makes the whole thing less intimidating. And I just, I, I would like I said- Shock! Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I yeah. did not know that's how it was, and, but that's how it is. I believe it. Yeah, it's yeah. Sucks. I've been in a courtroom once uh, for a speeding ticket. <laughs> you no, bastard! Actually, actually, was it a speeding ticket? No, I've never had a speeding ticket. Um, it was a misunderstanding. It was a, mis- <laughs> a misunderstanding ticket. Uh, oh, oh, I uh, ran a red light, but I actually didn't. Um, sure you did. Yeah, that's what they all say, pal. <laughs> yeah, you sound just like the judge. Right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I got off on it. But uh, I went in there, and it was exactly that. We were all standing, like a bunch of people just standing in a hallway, and then they call you into a room, and there's just the judge was just like sitting at a table, 
she didn't have like this big grandstand of things that she was sitting at and like she I don't think like, have I don't a think gavel. I don't think you saw a judge for a speeding ticket. Usually those are held by the clerk magistrate. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, then I have no experience with this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, he was a jerk. <laughs> I thought you were talking about court magistrates. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, uh, she didn't even look at me or anything. It was, uh, I just walked in and I didn't even have to like explain myself and she just threw the ticket out. It was great. Yeah, she was like, fuck this, keep going. Yeah, if you guys want to get out of a ticket, um, just say, well, I was the designated driver and then just slams a little gavel down and you leave. <laughs> a little gavel down, it's like a little corn cob pipe. <laughs> it's like, beep, 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 beep. And you're done. Yeah. So just say you're a designated driver. But yeah, so that that's my uh that's my number three is uh courtrooms. Great. Great. Oh, I have to go. <laughs> oh, you're <laughs> Bye leaving? Guys. Well, yeah. Bye okay. okay. And BMK's number one is <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> We interrupt this podcast to bring you a special news bulletin. The statewide manhunt for podcast hosts and women's rights abolitionist Matt Bissany has come to a tragic end. The shameless promoter of his own improv and sketch comedy was gunned down by police in a hostage situation hours after being named the number one suspect in the murdering of his co-host Ryan Dooley. Bissany was decked out in full Joker garb a la Heath Ledger and still unable to get over the death of John Candy as he was shot by police officers for holding 10 men and women hostage and demanding that his script for Cool Runnings 2, Win or Luge, be greenlit. Before his demise, Bissany confessed to the murder of Dooley because of an argument they had over who had missed Dimebag Daryl the most, as well as confessing he didn't know nearly as much about The Simpsons as his friends BWK and DJ. This news update has been brought to you by... The upcoming action comedy from Rush Hour with Love, starring Jackie Chan and Sean Connery, coming spring 2015. Okay, so maybe I should do my number three, yeah, right? Yeah, please do. <laughs> okay, sorry. I meant I, I don't mean I have to go. I mean I have to do my number three. Okay, anyway, uh, my number three is... Uh, how do I word this? Okay. Um, I don't know. Why you read what it says on the paper? <laughs> well, it's just like notes. Um, okay. Are you guys familiar with Final Fantasy? Yes. yes. Okay. Are you familiar with Final Fantasy Tactics? No. No. Uh, actually, I think I've heard of it, but I don't know what it is. It's a Game Boy game? It's a Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy Tactics Advance is, okay. is specifically the thing that I'm talking about here. Now, I never thought that I would be interested in Final Fantasy Tactics. In fact, I was 100% consi- uh, convinced I would not be. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, somebody got me to play it. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, I became obsessed with it. Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. I played that game so much it it would blow your mind if I if I if the counter didn't stop after <laughs> nine hundred and ninety nine min- uh, hours or whatever. Wow. So uh, my expectation, if I want to do it the right way, my expectation is that I wouldn't care about Final Fantasy games. My <laughs> reality was that I still to this day think about Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. <laughs> wow, it is, it is crazy. Have you got you guys have never played it? No. What about no. it sucked you in? I don't even I don't even know. It's it's not like in the realm of games I'm interested in at all. But basically, it's like a it, it it's almost like a board game. Uh, so it's a it's a Game Boy game. Yeah. So you can play it wherever you go. Yeah. Which is right part of the appeal. Uh, but I uh, so it's like a board game. There's like all these squares, and you get these different. Uh, characters and you put them on the board and they can move certain ways kind of like chess Mm -hmm. and then you have to fight other bad guys that are also on the board which is the computer and then there's a little story that goes along with it and you take on quests and whatever Um, and then you build up your characters and you level up and you get more powerful weapons and more powerful people 
and uh something about it i and i think it's because i'm i'm pretty addicted to leveling up or or uh if there's anything where you can like max out your stats or something that's that's my hook you don't yeah. you don't play wow though no god maybe i should never maybe right? not <laughs> yeah uh that that's my hook though like uh you know like iphone games like one dollar iphone games and then you like collect like coins in it and then yeah. you can use those coins to, like buy stuff in yep. the game uh I can't, I can't play those kinds of games because then you I, know you get addicted. I know I get addicted to it, <laughs> and I know I have to like I have to lo- I have to upgrade the character completely, or I'm not going to feel satisfied. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but the thing about Tactics Advance is that there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of battles that you can do, and then on top of that, they're all randomized, so you could do the same ones over again, and it's going to be random anyway. So wow, huh. man, it it hooked me. It got me so good. And I'm sorry you guys don't have anything to contribute to this, huh? No, I've I've only played Final Fantasy X, um, oh. and that's I don't know much about any of like the tactics or Final Fantasy, yeah, whatever not- other you know series there are within that franchise yeah it's not uh like the other games it doesn't play like final fantasy 7 or something like no. that um have you played any tactic games it's kind of like risk you guys played risk right oh sure. uh, risk yeah risk yeah, is oh, great yeah i played a uh, final fantasy like one in like two on nintendo um when I got my emulator, but that was it. I only, I only played them because I felt like I had to. I, I didn't I didn't hate them, but right, uh, yeah. Not my not my, my my style of game. I wonder if Tactics Advance would hook you in. No, I don't. I know that's what I say. <laughs> that's what Brian said. <laughs> that's your history repeating itself. No, not me. Not <laughs> better I, than that. I remember one time I was play, I would play it like uh, I didn't have a car uh, for a while, and then people would like drive me around. Thank you to everybody who did that for those years <laughs> that I didn't have a car. But I would just sit in the back seat with my uh, Game Boy Advance and just play Tactics. I couldn't stop thinking about it. I'd play it all the time. And then I would, I remember uh, I would go to like my friend's work and I would just sit on the floor at her work. <laughs> like a child. Like a child. <laughs> like she brought like her kid to work or something. And then I would just sit there and she would work and I would sit and play tactics of pants on the floor until she was done and then would go hang out. <laughs> would you sit Indian style or like with your legs just like just oh, perpendicular? <laughs> uh, Indian style. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Nice that makes a difference. Tight little corner yep. the room just mm-hmm. occupied by me and tactics advance that's anyway there you go guys that's weird whatever. weird boy great <laughs> okay go no, that's a good pick that's okay good pick. sure it is yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, <it's cute>. yeah <laughs> i didn't say it was a great pick i said it was a good pick <laughs> right. okay don't right. you get sassy with me duly number three my number three is the movie hot rod which i thought was not going to be very good and have you guys seen hot rod oh yeah no B2BK. Yeah. This movie's great, right? It's so good. It's so <laughs> fucking funny. So, I... All right. Now I want to see it. This is kind of... This is interesting because when I heard that it was, like, pretty much the Lonely Island guys, I was like, okay, this movie's going to be great. It's, it has to be great. And then I remember I was heading to the movie theater to see it, and my friend and I wound up, like, watching the trailer for it before we left just to get, like, reacquainted with the trailer. And we watched the trailer, and I was like, I got this pit in my stomach where I was like, this movie could fucking suck. Yeah. Because the trailer makes it look like an ordinary kind of comedy, and, and it you doesn't look you very good know in what the trailer. You're prepared for, yeah. Exactly. So I went in with a pretty low expectation. Like, I wasn't convinced that the movie was going to be good. I was actually pretty convinced that the movie was going to was gonna suck. And um, the second it started, like the first joke in it, I fucking died, and I was like, Okay, good. We're in a good spot. Spot. This movie's awesome. Um, 
Yeah, if you haven't seen Hot Rod, it's so fucking funny. You need to see that movie. I, I remember it's I wanted really to goofy. see it, and I never saw it. I feel like it's a movie right up my alley. It's yeah, it's super weird and and goofy and and huh. like absurd. I'll it's almost like it. it's almost kind of like Anchorman, where you think you're getting one thing and then you get something totally different. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. It kind of reminded me of uh, Wet Hot American Summer too. That kind of yeah, like weird humor. If you if you haven't seen that movie either, huh. that movie's awesome too. Um, but it it was just the type of comedy where. You, you think you're going to get a run-of-the-mill kind of ordinary, you know, comedy, which is really not that great, and uh, it wound up being so fucking funny. There's this one scene. I'm not going to – I don't think this will give anything away, but there's this one scene where oh, – Don't um, spoil Hot Rod. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> Spoiler. Um, where Andy Samberg is, like, in the woods by himself, like, training for something, and he's, like, kind of doing this almost, like, flash, da- flash dance style like um interpretive dance to like this like 80s music and right in the middle of it he trips on a log and just starts like falling down the mountainside (laughs) and he falls for literally maybe a minute and a half yeah which is a super long time in a movie and he's just falling and falling and then it just show like a cut to another shot of him like a wide shot of him falling down the mountain like a close-in shot of him like hitting stuff on the way down. At one point, you think it's over, and it just keeps going. And I think that was the point in the movie where I was like, okay, this is classic. Yeah. This movie's <laughs> so fucking weird and funny. It's like, There's a line in that movie uh, towards the end of, of the movie. There's a guy who is obsessed with radio. Mm-hmm. He, he thinks that like radio is the wave of the future. <laughs> and uh, he's, he's a radio host, and uh, Andy Samberg's doing like a stunt or something. And uh, <laughs> this is like really right at the end of the movie, <laughs> but there's a line in it that I think about all the time and it still makes me laugh. He's so he's obsessed with radio. Yeah. Uh, Andy Stanberg does this this stunt. He's narrating it for the radio broadcast, and he's like, "Oh my God, this needs to be seen to be believed." It's <laughs> 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 just like such a subtle joke, but it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> that is that is funny. Yeah, it's it's an awesome movie. If you haven't seen it, see Hot Rod. I will see the Hot Rod. All right. As soon as I can. Great. Good one, Dooley. Thanks. It's <laughs> <laughs> so obvious that we took a break. I'm gonna. I know we could easily just be like, right, "We're gonna take a break. We'll be right back," and then just like come back. But I'd rather just stop and mm-hmm. come back and just be, be like, "What the fuck just happened?" Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, so I'm on my number two. So here's my number two. Um. And I need to preface this because I don't want to offend anyone. <laughs> oh, God. God. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Um, I used to be overweight. I understand. Okay. Sometimes it's out of people's control. Okay. It's nothing. <laughs> if you're overweight, there's nothing wrong <laughs> oh with it. God, I'm so nervous. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with it. But just listen to my story, and I'll, I will try to be as sensitive as I can. Okay. So. This, my number two is the first time I encountered a SIF. Which is? SIF is an acronym for S-I-F. Yeah. Which stands for Secret Internet Fatty. (laughs) Oh, my God. PBK is not even, like, smiling right now. Go ahead. (laughs) So. Well, what? uh, I don't think you need to, is there, did you make up that title? (laughs) I've no, it, it, it was a thing for a while. But wait, this yeah. was like long. Time How ago. is it a secret? I don't know. Oh, if okay, you take like yeah. a flattering picture. 
Wait, right. so you're okay? No, I've had experience with this. You meet someone online, and right, right, right. So this is what happened. No, this is legit. You meet someone online, and then yeah, but it I turns could out be worded better. <laughs> <laughs> I don't disagree. <laughs> the first time I expected something to happen, and then they turned out to be something else. Is right. that what you're? Is this what you're saying? Right. So here, let me tell a story. This is what happened. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? Let us speculate for a while. <laughs> Let us talk about how you could have phrased that better. <laughs> so anyway, sis, <laughs> milfs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so I was uh, I was in a band, you know, when I was younger, and we were on tour. And wow, cool I, band. Yeah, a cool, cool band, cool man. Yep. Um, so I, I was, it was during, like, MySpace's, like, heyday. Yeah. And, like, this is when, like, everyone was meeting everybody on MySpace, and it was, like, a thing to do. Mm-hmm. And I met this girl on MySpace, right? This mm-hmm. was my first time, don't forget. Um, and I was talking to her kind of regularly online, and then, like, we exchanged phone numbers, and, like, we would call each other and talk on the phone. And then I I went on tour for like two weeks, and I talked to this girl every night while I was driving, and everybody else was sleeping. Oh, I that's w- exciting too. Yeah, and I was like talk to her, and like the conversation was good. There was nothing wrong with it. it just you know, she was able to hold up. Um, and I would show people, like like oh, I'm talking to this girl. Like check out the check out her picture or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like no one ever brought it up to me. No one actually no one brought it up to me because I don't think anyone thought of it. Just like I hadn't thought of it. Mm-hmm. But in retrospect, all her pictures were just very close up, like face shots, mm-hmm. and like her like body was never shown. <laughs> I never thought twice about it because yeah, it was, you were getting hoodwinked. I was getting hoodwinked. So <laughs> we were like, we should meet. We should go on a date. I was like, absolutely. Oh, on a date, not just meet, but like on a date. Yes, on a date. Huh. So I got back. Um, I got back from tour on. I actually got back on February fourteenth, Valentine's Day. Oh so no! This, you, you did not meet up with her on Valentine's Day. I did. You're a fucking idiot. I did. You, you lost all credibility. Oh, I think <laughs> you lost all credibility. <laughs> <laughs> once yeah, you started this. <laughs> so okay, good. I she went to uh, a college nearby uh, nearby from where I lived, and I was gonna go pick her up, and we were gonna go out to a movie, and I was like, all right, That's cool, nice. and I was excited. <sighs> Okay. So then, <laughs> I drive up to the door. Yeah. I call her, and I'm like, I'm outside. And she's like, okay, I'll be right out. Go ahead. I, <laughs> I, the, oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. He's trying to think of a good way to say it. I am trying to think of a good way just to say it. Just spill it. You, you're All right. I, you know what? I'm just going to tell a story like I would tell it in a casual conversation. Spill it. Great. And I, like I said, no offense to anybody. I just have to tell a story the way it is. She opens okay. the door. She busts through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> She's got a ham sandwich in her hand. <laughs> She's juggling chicken drumsticks like she's in the circus. Okay. All right, you want me back? Just go ahead. No. So what happened was, so she she comes out <laughs> the door and she's walking towards my car, and I'm looking at this silhouette because it was dark. Of uh, it was a big silhouette coming towards my car, and I was like. I wonder if this person's gonna tell me that I need to move my car <laughs> <laughs> because because there's no way there's no way that this is the person coming in the thing and then and then the person opens up the door and it is her yeah but and it's like okay I'm I'm not the best looking person by any means I know that I know like my level of like re- what I can and can obtain yeah um so like a bigger girl like okay God, hopefully Abby doesn't hear that <laughs> seriously um. <laughs> So, and then, 
But this, like, the thing is, is this girl was really, really big. Yeah. Like, sickly big. <laughs> like a disorder, maybe? Yes. Like, the, like the, it wasn't like she was like, oh, she was kind of like, you know, kind of big or kind of heavy. Yeah. No. She was really big. <laughs> was she nice? Uh, she's yeah. smart? Yeah. <laughs> she I has a brain, so. right? She goes to college. I guess so. Right. <laughs> he didn't even hear a word she said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is this this might be the meanest thing I'm about to say, but oh. it's a, it's a it's a god honest truth. Okay. I had uh, this is when I owned my Ford Explorer, and I had just been on tour with four other dudes and music equipment in the tr- in the back. Yep. This girl got into my car, and I felt the car shift to the right, mm-hmm. and it, it was like it was that bad that I I could notice the. Weight like a difference dif- in the transmission. The weight differential in the vehicle, but via the suspension. Wow. So what what happened next? We went and saw Hitch <laughs> with Will Smith on Valentine's Day. On Valentine's Day, I was very like distraught and upset, but I would well, obviously wasn't gonna like. I tried to be as nice as possible, which I was. I wasn't me by any means. It was just like I was like, whatever. I'm just gonna get through the night. So but, how was date number two? Uh Listen, we're getting married. <laughs> it turned out to be Abby. She lost a ton of weight. Whipped her into shape. Right. No. So then it was just like, oh, my God, I can't wait for this to be over. But, like, so, like I said, I've been talking to this girl for weeks, and I was excited because, like, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna, like, whatever. Things are going great, blah, blah, blah. I'm on cloud nine. This is going to be wonderful. Yep. And then, like, the freaking boulder from the Temple of Doom just came rolling out of the house. <laughs> just plummeting towards my car. And I was like, why? What's happening? <laughs> yeah. And then she opened the door and she got in. And did you think to yourself, I wish I could text that hot girl I was talking to. Right. Like, when, could I, when do I still have to, t- when do I, am but I done you know hanging what? out with this girl? But, but, all right, so two things. Shame on me for not, like, being, you know, expect, like, thinking that that might have been a possibility. But number two, shame on her for putting herself out there on the internet like that. <laughs> because just be honest you know about your appearance to a degree so things like this don't happen and it's not awkward and uncomfortable for other people Mm -hmm. you know it's just i think that's a little unfair in the realm of social online well that's why there's that but but can't she be cool and charming and big too you're right she can be so she had you she had you but before and then she was big and then that was it i got a regular shallow howl on her hands (laughs) No, but no, but there does have to be attraction there. No, too. of course. Of oh course, yeah. yeah, I mean there really does. And like so, I said, so please, I'm not, I'm not completely. <laughs> so I'm not, fucking please, BWK. Yeah, come on, give me a fucking break. <laughs> um, I'm not completely against like dating a bigger girl, but I was. I'm not joking. She she was really big, <laughs> like too big, too big. <laughs> and I'm sorry if that like if anybody's you know offended out there, but it's like. What am else am I supposed to do? If it's not there, it's no. not there. Well, you those are one of the perils of meeting people online. Or even like back in the day before the internet when you would do those like you'd get a photo sent to you in the mail, like a dating service. And then it's like, you don't look like how you look in your photo because yeah, that photo's that. 10 years old, you know? Right. That's so, yeah, that's one that. of the perils of, of meeting somebody, you know of course. What you said isn't all that bad. It really isn't. I, uh, we gave you a lot of shit saying that you're... Well, you know what's funny? When I was um, trying to come up with this list, I was collaborating with Jess, and I've told her all these crazy stories about my, my dating past, and she's like, why don't you tell that story about when you met a girl online and, and she wound up being just awful? And I all was right. like, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I don't want to bring that kind of story Not into bad. play. <laughs> 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 no. But I can relate. So so what I'm trying to say is I can I can right. relate. And I, you I, know what? It was the first time I encountered that, and since then I had always been careful with you know anything hey what are your measurements right <laughs> like listen if we're gonna meet up 
I need to know if I need to inflate my tires in my car. <laughs> oh, my God. Should I just go? I'm going to go. <laughs> All, right. All right. Number two, my, BWK. My number two is so much more lighthearted. It's so much more lighthearted. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I, my expectation was that I thought I would be too old for Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. My heart just left out of my chest. <laughs> 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 You would have that concern. <laughs> Only you. I just thought, like, you know what's funny? Disney World is known for being the most magical place on earth for people of all ages. Right. <laughs> That's like even their slogan. But I just thought that, like, uh, I just thought that it was going to be expensive and it was going to be like okay. Canopy Lake Park. Yeah, like it was going to be okay, but like maybe most of the stuff was going to skew a lot younger, and it does. A lot of stuff oh, yeah. skews pretty young there. But the second you step through the gates of any of those parks, you instantly are ageless. Yeah. <laughs> just like, there is there was one age, and it's Disney World. Right. And that's when, yeah. when yeah. you walk through the doors, and you just feel like a kid, and you just feel like... Uh, not even a kid. Like I don't even know. It's just it's a totally out of out of uh, personality experience. It's absolutely like, right? wonderful. Yeah. And like I went last time I went there. Like I bought Mickey ears. Yeah, right. I, did I don't too. fucking care about like. Right. Do you wear them now that you're like not, not in Disney World? But when you're there, you're like, yeah, I right. love Disney. Yeah, I felt the same way. I was just like uh, so joyful and happy and yeah. Um, and I was like, I, I remember we we planned. I went with Matt. And, yeah, um, and, a, and a couple other people. And uh, thanks for the invite. Yeah, you were invited, you bastard. <laughs> no, I'm thanking you. Thanks. You're welcome, <laughs> you son of a bitch. And uh, we went. We went, and I, uh, I was just like, mm, this is really expensive. Like, I'm, I'm gonna spend sure. too much money on something that, like, I'm not gonna be totally pleased with. Nope. Uh, my expectation, <laughs> my reality was so much different than that expectation. <laughs> it was great. I loved every second of it. It doesn't hurt much though that when I walked, through, you remember this. When we walked through the gates of the Magic Kingdom, we started walking down like the the thing, and everyone was like, everyone's energy was super high, everyone was super happy, and uh, they were playing over like speakers all over the place, the Up theme. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome, man. <laughs> so like they saw me coming, and they were like, "Oh, <laughs> let's play that Up theme." For people who don't listen to the show uh, all that regularly, Up is my favorite movie. Right. So uh, it was just like it just felt like I was like literally transported into an the, ageless time. Do you remember the first thing you told? All right, so. BWK came the day after that we got there because he went to New York Comic Con, and he you met up with us at the hot tub at the resort. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how awesome was that? It's like <laughs> I'm gonna go meet my friends at the hot tub in this five star resort. <laughs> yeah. And the first thing BWK, would you remember the first story you told me about the bus trip? No. BWK is, and he goes, I cried on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was uh, very, very nervous <laughs> to drive. And I was like, and when he said that, I was like, oh, great. Here, there goes the trip. BWK is here. But, hey, I, but I wasn't a bummer at all in no, that. No, not at all. Uh, in that time, no. I I get very nervous to travel, so I I get like really anx- a lot of anxiety. I get anxiety doing everything. <laughs> I just I told everybody before we started the podcast that I have I still have anxiety when we start the podcast. <laughs> At 30, what, two? 32 <laughs> episodes? <laughs> Jinx! Oh, and we're already on season two, and I'm still nervous every time the right, right, record right. button So was that the first time you went, or had you gone before to Disney? I went when I was like like eight or something. Okay. So, um, and I don't, re- I don't remember a lot of it. I got lost, separated from my grandfather when I was eight, and that's the only thing about Disney World I remember. Ooh. Oh, what a memory. Yeah. yeah, me and my twin brother, we both got separated and... Uh, 
your grandfather just kept, kept like thinking he saw both at the same time. <laughs> like, like, there you are. Oh, he's over there. No, he's over there. But we, I, I remember <laughs> we were following him through uh, like a, through a crowd, and then the guy turned around and it was not my grandfather. <laughs> oh, that's terrifying. I yeah, hate it was that. really scary. <laughs> Would you like to come with me? <laughs> and it was like a, it was during this big like ceremony that they were doing for some celebration, uh, and they had a bunch of fireworks going off. And this is really interesting. It was at night, so they had a, like a ton of fireworks, and people were applauding. And they had to cut it short because the applauding was attracting bats, <laughs> and, <laughs> bats and bats were swooping down and like attacking people in the crowd. Wow! Somebody was like, "Here, uh, here at Disney, we were asking you to please don't applaud because <laughs> the bats are are angry and will steal your sandwiches." <laughs> so anyway, that's uh, that's my number two. You know, you know what's funny? You talk about going through the gates, and instantly it's amazing. Um, a few years ago, I went to Disneyland in California, mm-hmm. and same thing. I didn't have the highest expectations for it because it wasn't Disney World, right. right? You know what I mean? Yep. So I was like, "Oh, it's gonna be like Disney World light," um, but it's totally not. It's incredible. And the second I walked through the gate, I was with uh, Ryan Trainer, who had ho- hosted the podcast, and um, we walked through. And right as we walked through, there was a giant parade going on, and then an old timey car, like like drove right by us and did like a silly horn honk it was like <laughs> and I just drove by with a parade going on and people going nuts and i was like this is fucking awesome <laughs> yeah, yeah disney's great i can't think i i'm gonna go back as soon as i can since i last time i was there i bought a timeshare <laughs> yeah so you've got a place to go right anyway go ahead dooley number two my number two is um the high expectations i had for the shamrock shake at mcdonald's <laughs> Okay. I, I thought it, I thought it lived up to expectations. Yeah, I did too. I, <laughs> I disagree. Have you both had that shampoo cake? Yes. Yeah, I love them. They're unbelievable. I see, have them whatever I can. Okay. See, and you're set. And now I'm questioning my expectations again. <laughs> and I'm gonna make the same mistake this year at fucking yeah. St. <laughs> Patrick's Day Coming when up. I eat a shamrock shake. <laughs> I was so I was like wanting a shamrock shake for days and we went and got one and it just tastes like a cup full of crest it's not (laughs) (laughs) anything good i love mint chocolate chip ice cream it's not mint chocolate chip ice cream in a shake form it's just like this weird it tastes i from what i guess uh, what a shamrock tastes like it's like (laughs) yeah that's what it's supposed to taste like Dry mint? <laughs> you guys like mint. this thing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you get it on, on the reg every year yeah, around I this time? A, I get yeah. at least one. I get one. Yeah, probably one. Oh, my goodness gracious. I, <laughs> I, I took shake. a sip of it, and it was like sugary toothpaste. What you, well, I don't know what Maybe you think you it's going Maybe you had a bad batch or I something. Know. I thought it was going to be... <laughs> the, only, the only explanation like, for that is that you had a bad batch. <laughs> 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 no, seriously. Yeah, but, uh, Not that the shamrock shake sucks. I have to be wrong. Right, no. The bag that they used to uh, make it was uh, a poor bag of <laughs> fucking cream. <laughs> Colgate. <laughs> just just so you guys know, a shamrock shake is uh, uh, a... What is it? It's a... it's a, I, From what I thought, was a mint like chocolate chip shake. At McDonald's. At McDonald's. That yeah. they do a limited, limited run at. Yeah. And it's... Um, it's coming out and soon. It's around yeah. St. Patrick's Day, they they do it. Yeah, and yeah. everyone should try it. And uh, hey, yeah. But here's the thing: people like you made me feel like this was going to be awesome, and I've never had a Shamrock Shake until last year. What do you mean, you year. people? You know what? Yeah, what do you mean Sham- by that? <laughs> Shamrock Shake enthusiasts. I'm I'm saying that the Shamrock Shake I found to be kind of gross, and you guys, uh, it's it 
That can't be the truth, apparently. It has to be right. I either got a bad batch because they're incredible. Well, see, I don't think that's like the best thing in the world. Like, I put Shamrock Shake at the top of any food chain. I just think that, <laughs> <laughs> you know, chain of food restaurants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like McDonald's. Uh-huh. Uh, but I just think uh, it's it's pretty good. I, I thought it lived up to the hype. I tasted it, and it I thought it was just... Gnarly, oh, <laughs> gnarly, <farly. laughs> Yeah, and I was really pumped for it because I had heard a lot of hype about the Shamrock Shake. So my, my, maybe, maybe this is my fault from the beginning. Maybe my expectations for a Shamrock Shake were just way too high, and I finally got a Shamrock Shake in my hands, and <laughs> it was just fucking gross. Matt's looking at me like I'm the biggest piece of shit. You know what's funny is how this dare you? <laughs> Has now, for people who haven't tried the Shamrock Shake, this conversation has made them have the same expectation you did, and they're right. going to hate it. So, Hey, when the Shamrock Shake comes out, take a picture of you with the Shamrock Shake and uh, post it on our Facebook. I feel like I'm probably not going to get any votes because of the legions of Shamrock Shake fans that there are out there. And like, How dare you? Shake. Shamrock Shake. <laughs> Decree of the Shamrock Shake. You will die before the Shamrock Shake. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I don't know. I thought it was pretty gross. I liked it. I continue to like it. But I like mint chocolate chip ice cream. Yeah, yeah well. Briar's mint chocolate chip ice cream. Man, that's that's where you go. Yeah, that's where you go. That's where you go. I agree. <laughs> you go there. <laughs> that's where you go. <laughs> to the location of Briar's <laughs> mint chocolate chip ice cream. You start at Briar's, and then you go anywhere else. Right? <laughs> Jiminy Jillikers. Up so that's down. my number two, Shamrock Shake. We can move on. <laughs> number ones? Yep. Okay. This is a story I've been waiting to tell. Oh, Perfect. <laughs> I think now is probably a great time to, to tell it. I will tell Actually, it now. why don't I go first? Then? <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. Um, so my <laughs> expectation, my number one expectation versus reality would be my trip to Chicago. Oh, oh right, yeah. I like this story. All right, I'm going to get through it as fast as I can for yes. the sake of time. Please do. Um, <clears throat> my, friend, my friend got married. Uh, his wife uh, had cousins from Texas. Um, so they came up for the wedding. Mm-hmm. I met one of her cousins. We hit it off. Um, and then... Guy or girl? Girl. Old unlucky in love, Matt. <laughs> right, right. We hit it off, uh, but she lived in Texas. We conti- we like we talked and whatever. And th- what was her weight like? She was fine. She was Mexican. <laughs> she was a Mexican girl. Go ahead. Right, does that I count for anything? <laughs> well, let's get Imus's opinion on that. I don't know what to say. <laughs> like, <laughs> <go ahead. laughs> anyway, so she was Mexican. And then... <laughs> uh, she was a nurse in Texas, so she had money. This was years ago when I was a, a poor, a poor man, and the so she wanted to meet up. So I went to Dallas um, to meet up with her. Mm-hmm. She flew me there. Wow. She flew me to Dallas to meet her. Oh, for like three days or She's something. She's got her like pilot's that. license. Yep. She flew me there. <laughs> yep. She came and picked me up right at uh, Logan. <laughs> her um, name was Amelia Earhart. <laughs> so Maybe you've heard of her. So I went. I went. I went to Dallas with her, and it was awesome. It was just three days of like just having sex and like yeah. just partying and just like having a great time, enjoying yep. each other's company. Just in, in bliss. Right, bliss. Great. So then I, I went home and we continued to talk. Like everything was going great. Yeah. And a cat jumped up on my lap right now. So I'm fat and cute. And then, uh, so. So you're probably saying things like, I miss you and all right, this right, stuff. Right, right, yeah. And she's like, I want to see you again. I'm like, yeah, totally. So she's like, I want to go to Lollapalooza in Chicago. She's like, you should meet me there. And I'm like, once again, I'm poor. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, just buy your Lollapalooza ticket, and I'll take care of everything else. Ooh. I was like, um, okay. Yeah. So she paid for my airfare to Chicago and for the hotels That's uh, th- where we stayed in Chicago. Yeah. Like I said, we continued to talk. Like, everything was going great. I met her at the airport. We met up. Mm-hmm. She stopped talking to me. 
What? So what did she say when you got when you saw her? Nothing. Did hey. she give you a hug and a kiss? <laughs> no. I I it was weird from the get go. Yeah. So now I'm at Lollapalooza in Chicago with this girl for three days. Yep. And she's not talking to me. Like and literally I'm, not speaking a word. Like yeah. grunting or anything? No, it it or is just like so, short responses. It is it, short responses. And she couldn't be less interested in that I'm there. And I, I don't know what's going on. And so, like, I try to ask her, and she doesn't respond. She doesn't give me an answer. For three days. That's so fucking weird. For three weird. days, and we're stuck in Chicago with this girl. I wish we could call her. Oh, call her. I, oh, I got her number. I, I do have her number. <laughs> I should call her. But, um, so, like, we had a hotel room with one bed. We couldn't have slept on further opposite edges of the bed. Um, we would get up, go to Lollapalooza. Millennium Park. So the first day, I followed her around for maybe about like a couple hours or whatever, and then I got to the point where she wasn't paying attention to me or listening to me. I would just leave. I would just leave her, and we would just go our separate ways at Lollapalooza and not see each other. What until happened? The end. Did you ever ask her like, "Why are you mad at me? Why aren't you talking to me?" Yeah, where's the? I chase? feel like you cut never confronted that. it directly. No, I did. Uh huh. And she just shrugged her shoulders and just ignored me talking. So, cut to the chase. The chase is is that that went on for three days and went from, you know, having a good time in Dallas, continuing to talk like nothing was wrong, showing up in Chicago, thinking it's going to be the same thing. It's going to be a great time. Yep. It was the one of, if not the worst times I've ever had in my entire life. I was at Lollapalooza. I don't like any of the bands there. Yep. I liked maybe, out of a three-day festival, I liked four bands, yeah. two of which were playing at the same time, yeah. so I, had to, <laughs> I couldn't even see both of them. <laughs> so, and like, we would walk into the gates of Lollapalooza, and I would say, I'll call you when I'm done, and I'd walk away. And then the last thing I said to her, the last thing, we went to the airport, and I walked her to her gate. I said, this has been the most uncomfortable weekend of my life. And then I turned around, I walked away from her. I've never spoken to her or heard from her again. Wow. I don't know what the fuck. I, to this day, I don't know what happened. That's nuts. That's nuts. She flew me to Chicago and paid for all my stuff to not talk to me. Sounds like maybe she had some sort of maybe like manic depression or something like it's, that. Yeah. It to to, to go on a whim and, and, and like buy all sorts of stuff. and It was and bizarre, She definitely man. had some personality disorder. Yeah, she that hung sounds out like with a Matt disorder. for a very long time. Right. Yeah. I mean, she paid for me. No, to the joke that. here <laughs> is that her personality <laughs> disorder. Is, and I agreed in a serious tone. Yeah, okay. (laughs) But yeah, that's my number one was the time I went to Chicago. Um, The expectation was that it was going to be just as good as the time we hung out in Dallas and everything was going great. Um, And it couldn't have been more of a polar opposite situation. There's actually a video, it exists somewhere, of me on the train with her trying to talk to her. With I'm recording her and she doesn't even know it because I have like the camera kind of down on my lap. Mm -hmm. And it's me asking her questions, like conversation starting questions in her just looking out the window like I didn't exist. It's bizarre. That is I want to see that video. I'll, I wish you could I wish you could post it. It's almost scary. I'll try yeah. to f- I'll try to find it. It's going to be a tall order cuz it's on my sister's camera, but I think she still has it. Cool. So, that's my uh that is my number 1. That's a, a creepy story. But should I just do my number 1? Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Okay. Um I my number 1 is the expectation that buying a new car would be a good idea. It's <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a great idea. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so uh, I thought so too. I had this great car, this uh, wonderful car, 
a uh, like nine. I don't forget what year. Ninety four Chevy Corsica. Corsica? <laughs> yeah, do you guys remember Corsicas? <laughs> no. <laughs> Man. No. I haven't seen a good Corsica in years. <laughs> no, it's a real car. Yeah, I know. Uh, but uh, they, they don't even make them anymore. It was a great car, this awesome little thing. Uh, they, uh, no, uh, that's not how I wanted to start that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it lived up to the expression of, uh, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> God, what has happened to us? <laughs> We're all having strokes at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, what, God, a weird, what a weird stroke symptom you're having there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh anyway it was a great great car it cost like nothing to fix if anything ever went wrong on it i felt like i never spent more than like 60 bucks to fix it because <laughs> everything made got, out of plastic it got great gas mileage the only thing that was w- a little weird about this car is that um well it didn't have a radio <laughs> didn't have one no at all no. it was also built on an ancient indian burial ground <laughs> <laughs> didn't have a radio um there was a corpse in the passenger seat that i couldn't take out <laughs> And uh, it was the least aerodynamic thing on the road. <laughs> so just a big cube driving down the street. <laughs> it really was. If you rolled, the, it didn't have air conditioning either. But I did love it. Uh, and if you rolled the windows down, uh, no air got into the car. <laughs> You'd have to have like your arm out of the car, like directing it, like acting as like a it sail. Just to, like, defied the laws of physics. <laughs> what? A, who made this car, Homer? Simpson? Chevy. Chevy. They they don't make it anymore because it's not a great car. But I but I loved it, and it was really really ugly too. Anyway, so the thing is, yeah, sounds like sounds wonderful. I and I bought it for four hundred dollars, and it lasted me for three years, and wow. I was just yeah, I couldn't be more happy with it. But I thought, you know what? I've had this car for three years. I'm just going to upgrade. I'm just going to get a new car. Okay. So that's my expectation that this is an upgrade. Yep. The reality is pure hell. <laughs> I got a uh, a newer, I think, I, I can't remember what year it was either, but a, um, a Nissan. I don't know what kind because I didn't have it for very long. The car could not drive. So I bought it. It worked fine for like a week. Then I, I went away for a few weeks uh, on vacation and I came home and... Uh, it, it just wouldn't work anymore. It, it would be driving, it'd be fine, and then it would just turn off. Remember the story I told in the personal, <laughs> yeah. personal, uh, dumb personal stories episode of yeah. getting stuck on the T tracks? Yeah. Uh, that was with this car. Wonderful. Because I would just be driving, and then it would just turn off. And I don't know what caused it, and I had mechanics look at it. They'd give it back to me and tell me, oh, it's all set now. And then I'd pay them like hundreds of dollars, and then I'd drive away. Okay, this is a true story. I'll just tell, tell it as a story. So, um,. I brought my car to a mechanic and I said, I don't know what's wrong with it. It just turns off occasionally. I don't know what's going on. And then it'll turn off and you can't turn it back on. And then magically it will just come back on. Uh, Weird. And he was like, okay, let me take a look at it. He looks at it. Um, and he gives it back. To, and a couple, week, a couple weeks pass wow. of him looking at it. And he gives it back to me. And he's like, all right, fixed it. It's all set. <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, okay. I take my car of back. Course. I pay him hundreds of dollars. Yep. I get on the road and I start driving. And I get a half mile up the road and it turns off. Wow. I would have been... <laughs> Fucking pissed. I was pissed. I called him and he. I, I was like, "You got to now. You have to tow me back to your place, right? And you have to fix it for free." Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he tried charging me again, and then I for what? <laughs> for he said it, it had to have been something different. He replaced this. He replaced that. Then he had to be this. <laughs> Obviously be not. <laughs> if the yeah. same problem is there, yeah. Whatever you replaced wasn't what was wrong with it, right? Yeah. You, you replaced something, but you shouldn't have right. done that because I don't know if that needed to be yeah. replaced, right? But anyway, so uh, he had it for he had it for almost two months. Oh my wow. god! And then he gave it back to me, and he was like, "All right, it's all set." I drove away. It was fine. It That's was good. I had no faith in it whatsoever, though. So I was like, 
really irrit- like I, every time I I come to a red light, I'm like, I'm gonna break down in the middle of this red light. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just the, that sucks. That's how I felt, and I had no faith. I had to get rid of the thing. Right. Uh, and so I'm driving home thinking about how I have no faith in it, and it breaks down in it. In a- <laughs> <laughs> Is that when it broke down on the railroad tracks? Uh, no, that was before I had it looked at for months. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, I. So, wow, so this car really is a nightmare. It's a nightmare. So it breaks down again. I have it towed to my my grandmother's house because it's nearby, and I just like I gotta get rid of this thing. So I sent I put up a Craigslist ad. And I'm like, I have this car. You can have it for five hundred dollars. I don't know what's wrong with it. <laughs> You're taking it as a broken car, right? Yeah. Take as is. Yeah. Final so, sale as is. Some kid comes. He. Uh, this is just the whole story of the, the mix of the car. The reality versus expectation is that buying a new car would be a good thing. Yep. This is just the story of how bad the car was. <laughs> so I sell this guy the, the car. He comes over. He's like, okay, you know, I'll buy it. Uh, I write up, like, handwrite this thing that's like, you are taking this, right. and Bill, it, it is broken. Bill of sale. Yeah. I, I knew it, I'm telling you it's broken, and I'm telling you I don't know what's wrong with it, so whatever. He's like, okay, cool. He signs it. That none of that would hold up in court, by the way. <laughs> I know, seriously. <laughs> but uh, whatever. So I wrote we, it on crayon on a napkin. <laughs> <laughs> it literally was written on a piece of like computer printer paper. That's yeah. like, like some I just clip art <laughs> in there of a car. <laughs> no, it wasn't even printed. I hand wrote it. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, the so he takes it, and I'm like, finally, I'm done with this. I get a new car, which is the car I have now, and I love it. It's great. It's it's literally just like a frillless car. It mm-hmm. is car zero zero one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> the this first is, car ever. Yeah, it's just it, well, it's not even that it's. The first, it's just the it's a standard car. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were, if a kid drew a picture of a car, it would look like mine. But uh, so, I love my new car. But that car, he calls me like a week later, and he's like, uh, "Dude, you gotta give me like two hundred of my dollars back because this thing is really broken." Oh, and I was like, "Nope, you signed a thing that said that uh, that you're taking <laughs> it as as is." So right. uh, finders keepers. And right. he's like, "He's like, I'm gonna come over now, so you, and I'm gonna fight you. <laughs> just uh-huh. so, so have like two hundred dollars for me, okay?" And I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nope. And I never paid that guy. But of course not. Why did he show it? up at your house? He, uh, I don't know. I didn't live there. It was my grandmother's house. <laughs> <laughs> so your grandmother got beaten up. So he beat up my grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> but I never had to pay him 200 bucks. <laughs> Success. <laughs> um, yeah. So it was just a nightmare vehicle. And uh, um, anyway, that's the story. So wow. buying a car would be a good idea. And it was not. Right. Wow. No, I get it, though. Cause, I like, agree. You buy a new car. You think you have expectations it's going to be... Yeah, like Great. you think that you're gonna like prolong the service needed on it and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. You know, you're buying this car, so you're not gonna have to like pay to have stuff right. fixed sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, it just oh god, I couldn't, I can't tell you. How. I, I'm still frustrated by that car. And still, while I'm driving in traffic, I always drive in the uh, slow lane or whatever lane has the breakdown lane in it because mm-hmm. I'm I'm still to this day f- afraid that my car will break down. Yeah, well. e- even though it's a well, not break down but just turn off. <laughs> right. Yeah, so not drive. Yeah, right. Breaking down is another thing where, you know, that happens you can't avoid it. It's sure. going to happen to everybody. But it's going to turn off. <laughs> but just turning <laughs> off is another story altogether. It's horrifying and your car just comes to a screeching halt and there's nothing you can do about it. Right. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. You guys don't have any car trouble? Never. No. Oh, oh no! Actually, I was in two car accidents right. in the last three months. So <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, and then you uh, that your girlfriend, your ex girlfriend's car. That and then I just I also destroyed uh, yeah an old girlfriend's car too. <laughs> yeah, no, I had to change a tire once, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah, by no. yourself? No. Oh, <laughs> great story. Too Thanks. good. <laughs> Very <you>. good. <laughs> Much too good of a story. Anyway, there you go. That's my number one. Great. Yeah, go ahead, Dule. Okay. Dule. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna bring this show to a close. With uh, my number With one. The last thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my number one is I had impossibly high 
expectations for Resident Evil 5. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's right. You're a huge Resident Evil fan. Huge Resident Evil fan. And I, like, for for those of you who don't know, like, Resident Evil 4 was a huge change in uh, that franchise. This is the video game franchise. The video right. games. Yes, yes, yes. Because they're up to five movies. I think they're on six movies. Are they really? I think so. <laughs> I saw one. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, Resident Evil 4 was a huge change in uh, gameplay from BBK just smashed himself again with the microphone. <laughs> oh my god. Are you okay? okay. Yes, I'm fine. Are you <laughs> bleeding? <laughs> no. no. Oh my god. I just saw him take a mic hit to the mouth. It was wonderful. Go ahead. Just keep going. I Go can't ahead. keep going. No, the slapstick routine you're doing over here. <laughs> like um, a regular Jerry Lee Lewis. Resident Evil 4. Play the piano. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Julia. I'm sorry. Lady. <laughs> Lady. Resident Evil 4 is great. <laughs> <laughs> what has this podcast devolved into? Um, have you guys played... I know you haven't, Matt, but have yeah. you played Resident Evil 4? Resident Evil 4 is incredible. It's in my it's top five of all time. Incredible. I've played it so many times. I've never really had a game where I've just replayed it over and over and over again. It's such a good game. It's scary. It's stressful. The story is captivating. And Resident Evil 5... Um, was developed basically... Developed by Nintendo, by the way. Well, helped uh, co-developed by Nintendo. So, just... Just number five? Or number four. four. Or number four, okay. Yeah. So number five, different story. Yeah. Um, it had the same mechanics and gameplay of Resident Evil 4, and it was in the, the next generation of consoles. So I'm like, okay, this is a surefire. I'm so fucking excited for this game. And it was such a long wait between four and five, too. Yeah, such a long wait. Um, I had pre-ordered it. Um, like the special edition, I never do stuff like oh, that. Oh God! I w- I went with like the special edition, paid the extra like whatever fifty, sixty bucks for whatever <laughs> bullshit came with the <laughs> game. Um, here's a pin. Went to the mid midnight release. I woke up early that morning and cleaned my room, so I had like a nice clean room to play the game. I, in. Wow, this I, is cool. I was like, I do that. So fucking excited for this game. I waited in line at midnight. I came home. I like, I brought snacks. I was going to stay up all night and play this game. I played the demo and the demo was super fun. The second I, about 30 minutes into the game, I was like, this like story kind of sucks. But I was like, okay, no, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm just, I'm not going to like think that. Like, I'm still trying to convince myself that this game is the best game ever. Um, the more I played, the more I was like, oh, I, I didn't really like that, like, specific thing. And then I made it about halfway through, and I was like, this game is fucking awful. It's not Ugh. scary at all. And it, it has like this weird co op element to it that it's you can't a, get rid of. It's a co op game. Which is, I was like, okay, that's okay. There's a game called Resident Evil Zero where you kind of go back and forth between two characters, but it's still very much a single-player game. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, they're probably going to do that, but it was designed to have two players. Yeah, so that's, if you're not playing with two people, then it's just it's like, like computer-controlled. And it's kind of convoluted. So it's designed to be to play with two players, which I, I'm not looking for that in a single-player game. So... Um, there was in Resident Evil Four. You could collect money and buy stuff, and um, you would find a merchant every now and then, and you'd go up to him, and he would be like, "What are you buying? What are you buying? <laughs> what are you selling?" And you could buy all sorts of cool stuff, and um, it was an awesome feature of the game. So in this, same thing, you collect money, but there's no like 
actual like in-game element to spend that money. It's just after you beat a level, it brings you to this like autonomous menu where it's like, okay, this is how much you got in the level. You can buy some stuff now. And I'm like, why would you downgrade? That was such a good idea to incorporate the money into the actual story and the right, gameplay. Yeah. Instead of like interrupting. The interrupting right. a level. Like it was having things in like sequences instead of like a story. Exactly. And Resident Evil had never done that. It, it was always about long gameplay and one cohesive story. Right. Where this would, it was like you finished episode one, act one. Like it was a fucking Sonic game. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, you enter like levels. Yeah, exactly. I was like, what the fuck is this? Well, it's because it was supposed to be a co-op game. So that you could like b- play co-op with like in short bursts with somebody. Yeah. Either no. way, it's not a Resident yeah, Evil. It's not Resident Evil 5. It should be like a Resident Evil experiment. Like, you know, they exactly. there's a bunch of like experimental Resident Evil games. They, yeah, they have like side games and stuff, which are right. not really that good, but that would have been fine. Um, so I was just super fucking let down by this game to the point where I was like kind of depressed over it because <laughs> I had spent months and months and months so excited for this game. Um, side note, Resident Evil 6 is now the latest Resident Evil. Had no expectations for it. I had the lowest expectations for this game, but I was like, I'll see where they are bringing the franchise. Right, you you played it for so long, you got to Yeah, gotta of course. Out. I'll and you know what? I'll probably play Resident Evil 7. So, uh, I went to the store, bought Resident Evil 6, <laughs> took it home and played it for about 15 minutes and it was even worse. Wow. It, it made me long for Resident Evil 5. Ooh. That's wow. how bad it was. I was playing it, I was like, wow, I would rather be playing Resident Evil 5 right now. That wow. would capture my interest more than this fucking game. Jesus. I've they, never played 6. 5 soured me so much. I got all the way through 5. Did you get all the way through five? Absolutely not. You I didn't. played about three quarters of the way through. There's this weird like blob monster in it. That I'm trying to think. Of Was that. it scary at all? No, never. Not even for a single sequence. Uh, Resident Evil Four. Did you find that to be scary? Yeah. Terrifying, right? Yeah, yeah. When they're when you're like in a town and all the zombies are coming in through like all different like <sighs> like putting up ladders to climb in through the upstairs windows yeah, and stuff. Yeah. The the game is incredible. It's so good. It's it's scary, but it's more like. Tense. Suspenseful. Yeah, it's more yeah, suspenseful. It's very stressful when you're playing it. Um, and not not like uh, how you know dogs jump through the window in Resident Evil One. And yeah, right, you. right, right, right. So that's my number. F- that's my number five. I don't know. I th- I feel like there's a lot of people that's who love that. <laughs> yeah, that's my number one. Nice. Uh, yeah, so I feel like there's a lot of people out there who like that movie, uh, like that video game too. <laughs> Jesus Christ, people like that movie too. Right. <laughs> people love that movie. <laughs> So, I don't know. Let me know what your opinion is on Resident Evil 5 because I'd love to talk shop. Let them know, everyone. Yeah. But, uh, hey, that's the episode. Yay! Yay! We're back. And let's start an Ellen right now. Okay, what's the topic? Uh, top top five of death. <laughs> Dooley, BWK, <laughs> vanquished loser. <laughs> no, that's cool. Stop making fun of him. I'm not. I'm, I'm just. Not. I'm doing I my like impression. It. Yeah. Oh, okay. Impression I, I'll do mine too. You're. <clears throat> you're. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear a different one than we all heard? <laughs> Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Okay. You're ab- uh, you are about to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> did you like our impression of you last week? Yeah, actually, oh. I did. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot we did that. <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> uh, DJ uh, texted me, uh, was asking if uh, if he had he, uh, like embarrassed me somehow by doing that. I was like, <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> okay, good. Um, so that was our episode. Um, so add us on Facebook.com/slash Top Five of Death. Uh, email us at top5adeath at gmail.com with the number five and all these. Um, we do have a Twitter. Twitter exists. Oh, yeah? Okay. Follow us on Twitter. Great. <laughs> Just 
Hey, somebody requested we get an Instagram. I think that's an interesting idea. Yeah, we should do that too. We're yeah. uh, we'll talk about it after uh, we're done recording right now. Yeah, but, let's um, do it right now. <laughs> so, what do you think, Julie? Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Cool. <laughs> okay. All right, cool. We're gonna get an Instagram. I All guess. right, now we have an Instagram. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we'll see you next week, and until then, smell you later.